have you ever considered starting your own podcast? If you answered yes, then this podcast is going to help you. It's me, Craig here, and I was actually a guest on Digital Boost NZ podcast with Anamari. We created a bit of an episode about the do's and don'ts of podcasting. By no means am I any sort of expert, but I've done a little around 50 of them now, so I'm starting to learn the ins and outs. To start podcasting, all you need is a phone, some earbuds with the mic on it, a network connection or Wi-Fi, and you can start now for free. In this episode, we talk about the free platforms, how to edit podcasts, how to boost them, how to get more engagement and build a community around the podcast. Podcasting is something that you've been considering or just want to learn a little bit about, this one is definitely going to help you out. And welcome to another How To Plus Q&A event. My name is Anna Mari Fanthorpe and I'll be your host today. Today we have Craig Murray here from Intrinsic Events and we're going to be talking about podcasting do's and don'ts. So a lot of you folks have been interested in getting into podcasting. It's a great medium in order to engage with a larger audience. And there's lots of ins and outs on getting that set up. And Craig actually has his own podcast. So we're going to be talking about a little bit about who he is and what he does. And then getting into some of the ways that we can get started, some of the equipment we, we might need, and just kind of all of those little idiosyncrasies that we should get in line in order to run a podcast. And then, of course, some advice, which we're excited to hear from Craig. Now, if you're new to this platform or you're streaming with us on one of our social media platforms, which is uh, very common these days, you can get your questions answered by Craig by dropping them into the comment section, the Q&A function or the chat function, depending on what platform you're streaming from. So do drop them in there. I'll be checking it throughout the session and we'd love to get your questions answered by this podcasting expert. <laughs> so welcome, Craig. Welcome to Digital Boost. We haven't had you on before. So I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here too. It just as a disclaimer, I'm not a podcast expert. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I've done four. I've done 44 podcasts so far um, since April, uh, since November last year. So I'm getting more familiar with the platform and, and the and the type of content. But I'm happy to help. Well, I reckon between the two of us, you know, obviously Digital Boost has a podcast on Digital Boost Live app, and um, I've been doing a bunch of those and some others on the side for some other tech kind of industries. And so I think between the two of us, we'll be able to have some pretty good insight on ways that you can prepare and get started. And I think you're just being modest, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so while I get the chat set up, because I want to open those up and I kind of need to drop off for a second to do that. Can you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and what drove you into this space? So it doesn't, I know that you do more than podcasts. So please feel free to share that. Mm. Right. So kia ora everybody. My name is Craig Murray. And May last year, I moved out of a regular job which was with the Rotorua Economic Development Agency and went all in on my event agency which is called Intrinsic Events. So I dream up ideas for events and then try and create them. Um, I also managed existing sort of established events as well. One is the giant 2W Gravity Enduro which is happening next Saturday. This time last week, we were wondering whether or not it was going to happen or not, and it's happening next Saturday in Rotorua in the Whakarewarewa Forest. 
got 700 riders, 100 staff, and it's pretty cool that we're actually going to do it. But we've only had a two-week turnaround to get that one over the line. So um, the intrinsic events, we, um, we do music festivals. We do music sort of infrastructure events. We do consultancy work for um, um, sort of venues and people who are looking at trying to upscale their their events in, in their in their in their venue or location. Um, we also do uh, a, an event called a New Zealand Small Business and Entrepreneur Festival. So there's one in Auckland on the seventh and ninth of seventh to the ninth of November this year. The Vodafone Event Centre. In April next year, we've got one in the TSB Bank Arena, and we are going to announce a. Christchurch or South Island one um, for July 2023, which is super cool. Um, so where I started, I've been working in the events industry since 2003. I worked um, with um, Surfing New Zealand was one of my first event businesses or companies or associations that I worked with. And we, I helped put up flags and tents and help with um, Surfing New Zealand events um, for about five years, ended up being MC and running the events as well with um, the, the cool team there. And I know Ben Kennings is still in that team there, which is super cool. Um, I, I Then I moved sort of into, um, I owned a nightclub or started up a nightclub and it was a venue. So I were, I got international DJs that, or promoters to bring DJs into a, into the nightclub or bands and had like things like Shapeshifter and Trinity Roots and Cornerstone Roots and um, those types of bands and DJs from all, all over the world come. And so that was my venue. I owned the venue, which is quite cool. I lived in Raglan and owned the venue in Hamilton. Oh, was, living the dream. <laughs> it was good fun. Um, <laughs> it was good fun. Um, and then I moved down to Wellington and worked for the Wellington Regional Economic Development Agency. Um, and they owned or managed, I suppose, seven massive venues. So the TSB Bank Arena, the Shed Six, Academy of Fine Arts, St. James Theatre, Wellington Town Hall and the Opera House and our role, our team's role was to put as many events in there as humanly possible, mm. uh, whether they were ticketed conferences, um, single day meetings, seminars or whatever they are. Then I moved up to Rotorua um, um, into a role here where I'm, I live in Rotorua now and that was with the Rotorua Economic Development Agency, which was at the time a council controlled organisation. Now it's a limited liability organisation and my job there was to encourage people to bring their conferences to Rotorua. Um, conferences is, is a big industry. And over a five-year period, I helped um, convert um, $105 million worth of business and 270,000 room nights for the city, which is quite cool. But, yes. Um, <laughs> and then, like I said, in May last year, I decided to go, no, nope. my side hustle, which was running events, started getting, I getting more and more and more events um, coming on board. And I started to, I was like, no, I, I, it's taking up too much time. I'm sick of working until 1am. Um, I'd rather just sort of not do that and work full time in there. Um, and long, the very, very long answer, I started podcasting because I had to reschedule my New Zealand Small Business and Entrepreneur Festival event in Wellington twice. And then the third time now it's in, in um, April next year. So I was like, how do I, create value for my audience and a perfect way to create value is to interview awesome people from around New Zealand who have been entrepreneurs or they've started a business from zero a founder and exited out so I've had people guests like Justine Troy and her husband who were the founders of 42 Below Vodka and just talked about how they started the business in their garage and oriental parade and how they ended up selling it for $135 million to Bacardi 
um, 10 years later and their marketing tactics and and some of the cool strategies that they they did and some of the innovative marketing things that they did that made the brand and it sort of like changed the liquor game um, from what it was to what it is now. What a great story. Okay. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. know what? I, I feel like lots of Kiwi stories start with a shed. You know, <laughs> lots of Kiwi dream stories start with shed, duct tape, possibly, you know, that kind of thing. There's amazing innovation that comes out of New Zealand, um, like all joking aside. But, I actually, uh, I actually but, think a lot of startups start up from garages. If you, if you jump on a podcast and it's a real cool one called How I Built This, and a yeah. lot of the, they start in, in the garage or in a bedroom um, and then scale up and they end up with 10 staff, one staff member, two staff members, 10, 50, 20, 100, and then, then your Facebook. And then that's, yeah, then, <laughs> you know, that's, um, it's a good point that, you know, you can start from something really small and scale. And so a lot of times we're kind of impressing upon folks here, like get your system set up from the beginning, if you can, you know, like just some of those foundational things. So that as you do scale, you've got it all kind of, you've got your structure built to scale, which can be um, really uh, helpful when you're, when you're on a roll, instead of being like, ah, I've got to develop all these systems now that I didn't have before. But um, okay, so you're into podcasting because it's adding value to your your clients, I guess, or to people who you want to engage with your events and things that you're doing. And obviously, so many people are going to resonate with the fact that their businesses took um, either a dive or had to be had to pivot, as we use that word a lot. Um, uh, due to COVID and events is no different. Now, so you obviously started your podcast on your own and like getting that all set up. What kinds of information do you need in order to just even get the plan together to begin a podcast, would you say? Google. <laughs> it's, the best, <laughs> it's the best way to start. How to do a podcast. Um, um, literally, that's, a, that's what I did. I, I'm a pod, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'd probably consume anywhere between five or 10 hours of podcasts every week from other people's podcasts. It's just, it's just a format that, I, that really helps me and I call it passive learning. So I thought that there's probably a lot of other people out there who would be interested in that type of style of learning as well, because you can hang out the washing and then listen to something and then learn a little bit so I, i'm a big gary vaynerchuk fan um i don't know but anyway to answer know you, is, but you don't know who gary v is terrible oh, oh my did goodness I say something terrible? Uh, gary oh. v simon sinek um oh. seth godin all these people are, are really really for me they really, they, they, really, really help, they really help me out but the information that you do need to start with google like that you most most of your answers can be found on google or youtube but what I did find was that there's a number of different platforms that you record your podcast on. For one, um, there's StreamYard, Riverside, um, Zoom, Teams, all, all like, like what we're on now. And you can press record and then you can record it. You can um, pull out the audio and, and just, just use audio for Spotify and, and, and sending it to Spotify and all those sort of platforms. But you need to have a platform where you send your, your audio or your wave or your MP3 file format too and there, there are a number of different ones so i use anchor because it's free and it's unlimited there are other ones like buzzsprout podbean but if i was to recommend anyone it's anchor a a n c h o r dot com jump that's on there that's your recording platform that's what you use for your free recording no no that's not what i know so with for recording you can use zoom or anything like that i use Streamyard. yeah, yeah. 
I use Restream. So yeah, yeah, Restream. Yeah. I want to take a step back because I think like before recording happens, yep. we have a lot of things that we need to do. Like, hey, what's the name of your podcast going to be? I got you. you know we'll go I mean? back there. Yep. Yeah. Like all the way to the beginning, because a lot of folks that are just going, I, I think I have some value, but I don't know where to start. And it starts with, you know, what is your theme? You know, what are you going to talk about? You know, who's your audience? Identifying that audience and um, and coming up with maybe. Um, I know that when we started doing the Digital Boost podcast, I didn't realize that how much actually goes into it. You even need to think about like, what's your intro phrase? Like, do you have a catchphrase that you use on every single one of your podcasts? We say, learn it, do it, boost it, you know? Like that's a part of our slogan of what we use before every podcast you have. So, or people say, welcome to the podcast. You know, you have like a little script that you use almost on every podcast that is your intro or something like that. Do you use one? Because I know we do. I know a lot of podcasts I listen to use things like that in order to get it started. But it came down to figuring out what kind of content we were going to do, plan out the content, um, the different topics. Then we set out what are our standard questions going to be that we're going to ask some folks that come on. Um, and then and then we kind of as we developed that, then we started to figure out how we're going to record and, you know, how we're going to edit these things and what platforms we're going to put it on. Um, what was your process for your podcast? Did you did you have a structure like that? Not everyone does. So I'm interested to hear your your plan. I'm a bit of a structure nut. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very much fluid. <laughs> and with my ones and yeah but but I did have one one the, the ethos behind this podcast is to add contextual relevant business information it's going to add value it's not a sales pitch it's not I'm not telling you to come to my festival it's just a, this is information that's that I need help with so if I've got questions I'm assuming that there's other people out there that have got questions too so I'm like I've got a question about employment law email an employment law lawyer hey I've got these questions that I think um, um, an audience out in New Zealand would like to be answered. Would you be, would you be interested in, in answering these questions? One was about the new mandate mandates that, have just, that will be changing in, in April and how that could impact a, a business and do I have to lawyer up and those types of things? Or, or um, So my one was really focused on adding value for, for businesses and it was part of, a, I suppose, a, a, a marketing tactic called content marketing, which is creating value for your audience um, without doing any sales because um, I am I have been in sales I worked for Coca-Cola for five years everything is sort of in sales but mm. it's a, it's, a, it's a, I suppose a strategy where I'm just adding value I'm not I'm not asking for anything I'm just saying hey look here's some awesome awesome information and it will hopefully if it's so long as that the information is as awesome as I hope it is um, it'll add some credibility to the brand which is Smini Festival and then when it does pop up and say, oh, look, I've, I've heard about that because they've got a cool podcast. Mm. Um, so if I rewind way back, I do have questions that I pre-record. I, I have always. So there's some some sort of structure mm -hmm. to the podcast. Yeah. So I always ask, what, what, what was your first ever job? Like, I mean, your first ever, ever job. Yeah. The first job that you got paid for. And then how does that roll into your, and then if you could roll into your, sort of your professional career origin story and how you ended up to be where you are. And then it's a really cool, um, a lot of people did some normal, like everyone did normal things. Like one person I spoke to said, 
well, this is funny, but I used to get oranges and lemons for my next door neighbors and sell them to other people down the street. And I was like, wow, you're an entrepreneur from the, from the get-go. Yes. Uh, there's always qu- those kids, aren't there? <laughs> yeah, there's all those kids. Um, uh, yeah, and then, so I had two or three questions I always asked. But then you need to get it. Um, I also ask questions that are relevant to that topic. So there's a hook that I can pull that content out of that, that um, the video and use it to promote the event as well. So I could be able to say, what's your single most valuable piece of advice you'd give to a small business owner right now if they're just starting? Or a question like, "What?" there's a lot of businesses out there who have been through hard times and they're almost at the end of their tether when they're deciding whether or not they are going to push forward, forge on and try and make it or just pull in and then just deal with, the, deal with what they've got. What would you suggest? And then... Um, I think you- like I want to cut in there because you yeah. have two really good pieces of advice there. Yeah. Um, and one of them is that, you know, having some preset questions that you use throughout all of your podcasts and then the rest is kind of tailored to the to the, the topic is a great way to have this continuity, this sameness across across your brand. You know, it's almost like a bit of branding in in a way. And then the second bit that you you put in there was the fact um, talking about repurposing content. And so like making your life a little bit easier by, hey, if I ask this question about, you know, what piece of advice do you have for small businesses? Because I actually asked that question on all Digital Boost podcasts as well. It's a great way where I could actually chop up that single answer and use that bit of audio content and put it somewhere else and use it as some of my content for my social media, or I could use it as a teaser to get people to come and listen to the podcast. So it's a great way to like reuse some of your stuff so that you don't have to constantly be creating, which Mm. is, you know, it's just, I think because you've been in marketing so long, you know, you instinctually kind of go, yep, 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 yep. You know, um, but I just wanted to slow it down for a second. (laughs) Sorry, I did go fast. Because that's (laughs) such a valuable bit of information that you put out there so I guess like moving from that so that's kind of like your framework and you know understanding why you're doing something is super important how you're going to draw people in how you might use this content later so let's move on to some of the platforms that you would use to put your podcasts on so um you know like Spotify or things like that. Um, what po- what platforms do you use? Do you use all of them? And how did you come about choosing that? Cool. So there, there's a real simplified way to be able to do that. So there is a, a centralized platform called I use Anchor. Okay. So oh, I, this is the Anchor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. I I pull in my audio to Anchor, and then then you write your heading, which is you know it could be like podcasts and do's and don'ts um, with Craig and Anna-Marie and then then you write a bit of a blurb and links down the bottom in the in the blurb and then you press publish and then um, it spits it out to um, Spotify, Google, um, Apple, uh, Amazon, any sort of any sort of platform um, you apply to 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 be part of so so rewind back you got so what you got to do is you 
you, lock, lock, um, you set up a profile on Anchor or whatever one you decide to choose, Buzzsprout or whatever you, Riverside, they're, they're, they're all pretty good. Some of them are cost, Anchor's free. So I use, I like to use things that are free. Like things that are free. I like yeah. things that are free that work well <laughs> and, and they're, and they're, um, they're equally as good as, I was using a paid option and I only had um, a limited amount of hours per month for the podcast and I do an, um, two hours a week which is and i which is it's, it's a lot but it's, yeah. it's it anchors epic like it's and yeah. and you've and, and and the cool thing about it too is that it's got um a dashboard where you can see how your your podcast is performing how many views you can you can see how um, the um retention rate so by that i mean like how you might get 100 percent of people start listening to it and then three minutes in it just completely dives and only you've only got 10 percent people listen so you've got to start looking looking at that and go why on earth is that happening? Yeah. Um, is it my voice or is it is the content that I'm delivering too boring or, am I, am I, or is it the, or the question like you could, those are the questions you've got to ask yourself. What you really want is that you've got like 60 or 50% of people listening for 37 minutes, which is quite hard to do. But if you get into that, then you, you obviously what you're delivering is, is, is aligned to your, to your, the audience who you're trying to talk to. Um, um, so yeah, so you, you sort of apply so it's not some applies probably the wrong word you just go through a process to to put your podcast onto all the other platforms like spotify and like i said but before that too you've got to be able to record um the audio and chop it up as well so that's um, it sort of sounds a little bit daunting when you start and start and think about editing audio files and things like that i use a, another free um platform I'm make a list <laughs> another free platform list. oh yeah. it's not even a platform actually it's just a, um, a straight download onto your laptop which is called audacity so audacity yeah. so you like this that like, like, this is getting recorded right now i'm pretty sure on a zoom you can um, download audio and video um, so the audio would probably come down in a wave there's two there's probably a number of different formats of audio files but there's a, a wave or an mp3 um, audacity and all the apps they generally want an mp3 um, file format this is getting quite tick. Um, yeah, I almost but, want to go back to the fact, because um, I know that when we started the Digital Boost live podcast, we had to apply to Apple and apply to, mm. but like to get it. So if you go with Anchor, do you not have to apply to those? Yeah, you still do. Yeah, but but they make okay. it really, they make it really easy. So there's this thing called RSS. I don't know what it stands for, which is the basically the, um, the, the URL from your podcast. Mm-hmm. And then it'll, it'll have... In, in one of the um, the pages that has all the options that you you could you could possibly think of that people consume podcast content, uh-huh. and then it'll give the instructions of how to do it. So go put, press this link here to um, send your podcast to Google. Press this link here to that's go through to, Anchor. Yeah, that's all through Anchor okay. too. Okay, all right, that's so easy. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's great. It takes it takes a little bit of time initially to get get it set up. Yeah, it does. But then then it's everywhere. So then you do it once. It might it might take you a couple of hours, maybe three or four hours, whatever whatever it is, it's worth it. And then then from then on, every time you up, up, um, load a, an episode to Anchor and you press publish, it will automatically just spit it out to yeah. all, all of the platforms so you don't have to worry about that again. And also if you're writing, you can even change it too. So um, the, uh, if you've changed, like what I also do is another little tactic. If I, if I see a podcast that's not performing very well, but I thought that the, the, the content's really cool, maybe the headline's wrong. So podcasts and do's and don'ts, it might it might have absolute rubbish amount of listeners. Um, and you could change to say, 
a, a quick and easy way to get your community to listen to you or something like that where and then all of a sudden you might see a spike going oh wow that's working okay. um, and it's all about headlines um, yeah. and we did a podcast literally about headlines only that's it the one thing we talked about was headlines super niche um, detailed 12-minute podcast that's saying uh, this is what you should be thinking about when you're writing a headline you need to yeah. try and get someone's attention and they reading that headline they can instantly understand what this is going to be about so this one's obvious podcasting do's and don'ts yeah, obviously. And I think that ties into almost all content that you're putting out there, you know, having something that's going to catch your audience. And we talk a lot about using sites like Answer the Public, you know, find out what questions are people are asking. And if you put that question, you know, what they're Googling. And if you put that question into your actual topic title, then, you know, people go, oh, like, yeah, that's what I've been looking for. They might type it in and your podcast pulls up or, you know, like those keywords can play like a major role in people. People listening to what you've got to say um so i love that tip about anchor that's really cool and you were saying that you use so i use restream to record now restream is something that we also use that integrates with zoom um, that pushes it out onto our social media platforms but you don't actually need zoom to use restream restream is its own platform as well and you can separate what i like about it uh, it does you do have to pay for some features it does have a free angle to it um, it will allow you to separate the audio so if the two of us were talking right now i can go into restream and download your audio and my audio separately so that like our editors like to have that as if there was like a mock-up or a sound in mind they could cut mine mm. and you know stream out the background noise yeah. together yeah. yeah so it makes it a little bit easier to edit and you were saying you use audacity to edit i do yeah you can upload yeah. directly you can record directly from anchor so literally yeah. you could open up your phone right and just press record and then you're recording a podcast there and then you don't need fancy equipment to start yeah. a podcast that's one that's one tip um I started with a, a really slow laptop <laughs> um, yeah. and, and then I've upgraded the camera. I've got, a, 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 I just recently upgraded my microphone. I've gone from having, where are they? Like big headphones like these to just little earbuds because this, like it does the same job. Um, right. And um, yeah, so all you need is a phone. It's all you yeah. need, phone and earbuds and some Wi-Fi and you can podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great tip because a lot of us don't have a lot to start up with. And so that sounds like, you know, something we can all manage at this point, you know, it's pretty much almost imperative that you have a phone in these days. So we've talked about platforms and now you're starting to touch on equipment and I'd like to kind of go into that a little bit deeper. I know I use a snowball mic, so I've got this um, blue snowball mic and mm -hmm. it has some things there but to be honest with you when i do my podcast i actually use my earbuds as well because i have tested the quality of the sound between my ear not ear pods i would say when people come on with the ear pods it's not the sound quality is not good but just the regular old school headphones with the mic that drops down by your mouth the quality is great does the job yep yeah now um I, I, this is a tip I'm going to throw in there. When I record, I actually close all, like if I've got curtain, if I've got windows, I close all the curtains because I don't want the sound to bounce off the windows. And then I'll often put pillows around my computer, you know, um, because it absorbs any sound 
um refraction so like you know it's not a cool it doesn't look very cool i'll tell you when I'm someone processing. walked in you're like what's going like, on what is she doing she's <laughs> sitting in the dark she's got pillows everywhere you know and that's how i do it so that the sound absorbs and it works really well <laughs> it's actually a little bit of a joke in the podcasting community i think where people will take pictures of like their kids toys soft toys that they've placed around their mic to absorb sound <laughs> and stuff so so for you, is that something, is there any tips you have there about the way that you record and how you put yourself in a space to be able to record? Nope. No <laughs> tips. Um, <laughs> no, the one, no, I'm sorry. No, there is. So the one, the, the best thing you need to do and the, the most valuable piece of information you need, you need to have good internet. If you're recording um, video like this and you, if, you've, if you're um, just on Wi-Fi, and you're too far away from the modem and it's average, you'll be pixelated and then you'll be up. You'll just pause like that and then, and then it'll catch up. So what I do, I went to um, JB Tech or whatever it's called uh, um, and just bought a, a, a cable, it cost yeah. $20 I think, that can run from um, directly into the back of the, the modem into my laptop. So I've got a 20 meter cable so I can go into the garage, go into wherever, um, and plug it in straight into the laptop and then I've got high speed. So generally, if you've got a regular sort of internet connection in your house, your speeds are about 100 up, 20 down or the other way around, whatever it is. Yeah, that's um, the download speed versus the upload speed. So your yeah. upload is like what you need for video and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Downloads like Netflix, you mm. know what I mean? If you want to watch Netflix, you know, like that's great. But if you want to do something like this, you need a decent upload speed. I'm, yeah, go go on because I could talk for days about this. Mm. It stresses me out. So, so <laughs> the simple solution for this one was I just called my provider and go, hey, this is what I need. I need, this is not fast enough um, because it's not a constant as well. So 120 is, is what they aim for, but in, they're not always delivering that. So if you're in a, in a neighborhood where your next door neighbor is a gamer and I'll make over the roads always on Netflix, it could be impacting your, your um, connection. So I, I asked for super fast. What's the fastest you could possibly get? And it was extra $7 a month. Um, and it was 900 to 400 speed. So it's like super fast, ridiculously yeah, that's fast. Great. Yeah. What, uh, which is means like, I don't actually know what it means, but it, well, what it's done is not, I don't <laughs> freeze up that anymore. Um, I also upgraded my laptop to have a better graphics card in it so it can deal with this type of content. Um, the one I did have, it was just old um, and it had all my files were stored on the laptop. Um, which was slowing it down. So now I use an external hard drive of one terabyte. So all of my information is not even on the laptop. It's on other things. So if the laptop crashes, I've still got it saved as well. So those are a couple of tips, which are pretty, they're not like a huge investment, I suppose, as a cord. Um, from I'll tell you what, I bought the cord. I've got a cord and I bought the adapter so that I could plug it in. Because I, you know, a lot of the newer... Mm laptops like I was having a problem with my computer where I couldn't update to the new zoom because my computer couldn't handle the update so I ended up having to get a new laptop because I just couldn't get that and it's a part of my job it's what I need I need that platform tool, every right? platform yeah. needs that mm -hmm. um so 
And so I bought an adapter and I've got my ethernet cord. That's what it's called, like an mm -hmm. ethernet cord. And I just plug it straight from the wall. It runs down, you know, the room and I plug it straight into my computer and it will change your life <laughs> with your speed. It's mm. so good. Um, it, you don't have to stress as much. Um, and it, if you don't have that plug in your computer, you just go to some place like, um, what are they? What are some JB Tech or one of those places? And just tell them, show them your computer or show them what you have and just ask them if they have any adapters that'll help you to set that up. Cause it'll, there's nothing more stressful than having your computer constantly freezing when you're trying to have a conversation, mm. right? It's just, especially, you can't. Yeah, yeah. especially if, if your audience or your the other person is like saying something real epic, you're like, oh man, this is so I good content. It. And then they go, yeah. But you're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. It's so you know, true. Oh, well, I don't want to miss a moment. You so know? there's, there's, so there's sure. different there's different ways you could fix that, right? So so you can't fix them freezing because you can't um, um, re-record that. But what you could do is jump onto Canva, another free platform that's really, really mm. cool. And then put a um, go into a YouTube thumbnail, get an image of them, um, drop it on there, talk about it, and then just put the audio in the back of that. And it's just a just a flat. Um, image and the audio is going on, on it and then it will just look like you're an absolute pro and nothing's gone wrong but you know that uh, in the background that uh, and you're like damn it that was the best <laughs> bit of information you said um <laughs> yeah. so there, there's different diff, de definitely different tricks around and that actually um we might talk about that later on but um when you're creating your content or taking snippets out um but but you pull, pull me back because i I'll, I'll go no, that's I'll go, okay I i'll think go way ready. ahead i feel like we're ready for that go. we've talked about you know like you don't need to have a fancy setup and i think that's a good place to start i don't want to get too crazy about you know equipment and what equipment you should invest in i think the more you get into podcasting and you get you start to get into the podcasting world you connect with people other people that are podcasting and they'll give you good recommendations for possibly what you're trying to do in your setup um so i feel like we can go let's go into a little bit let's of go. the editing because the editing part is people think oh, i'll just i'll just whip out a podcast yeah you know but actually there's a lot involved so um so yeah for your podcast you said what they're about 15 minutes in length oh no 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 so i do I wish they were 15 minutes. Cracky, that'd be easy to do. <laughs> yeah. I might aim so I do too. Um, so on a Monday, we do more tactical, detailed information about um that are going to help a business right now. So on Monday, this Monday coming, I've got one that I asked the he's a um business coach and he's specialized in sales. So I'm asking him four questions, four specific questions, and that's all I want him to answer. So that they're, they're bite-sized bits of information that you go, oh, okay, cool. And it's about sales process, sales funnels, and blah, blah, blah. On the Friday, my ones are more uh, more aspirational, inspirational, where I, I chat to epic Kiwis that have done super cool things yeah. and, and just talk to them how they've started and why they started, yeah. some of the challenges that they faced on the way. And then the, and then I just start, just go off on a tangent with them and go, oh, so tell me a little bit more about that. And those ones are normally about 40, 45 minutes. So I actually, there's another free app jot this one down too it's I'll not even it it's, it's absolutely the wrong word davinci resolve 17 oh, yeah. is a video editing suite that is amazing and it's free absolutely free it's yep. it is epic you could you can create a hollywood blockbuster but i think they do they use the the the, the high end but it, it's got every single bit of capability that you'd need to be able to edit a video like this 
start putting in words, you could disappear, fade in, fade out, whatever you want. Um, so what I actually do is, sorry, I'm going to rewind back to editing because this is, this is, I missed this step completely. So I edit video and audio at the same time and I put it into DaVinci Resolve 17 and I edit the video to how it's going to be. I take out the ums and the ahs and when right. people stop and think and condense it up. So it sounds like I say um a lot. If you really listen to this, listen to my ums, I've probably said about 150 of them already. Uh, I try and get rid of them as the ones that you can and make the video seem nice. And then I pull the video out and the audio out and then I edit the audio again. <laughs> so yeah. I, do, I do double editing um, for my audio. So the audio is specifically going to Spotify so they can't see people. So I can chop bits out and it doesn't look like I'm, I'm a robot because I'm chopping yeah. out really bad parts. Yeah. Um, and then, then my YouTube clips uh, is a different sort of podcast to my actual Spotify one. So I would actually, um, I'm pretty fluid when it comes, like I said before, about my, I'm just trying to figure out what's best for, for this podcast. Mm. And, and I'm forever changing it to, to, and to refine, to refine, to refine, to find it so that my audience has a consistency and they know what they're to expect when they're listening to it. So they're going to start with this. They're going to yep. talk about this. And he's going to ask these two questions. So I can fast forward the first five minutes because I don't want to listen to that. I just yep. want to listen to the person talking, not about the stuff that, and all the sponsor stuff and things like that. Um, so normally I try and find a nice cool bit, a really epic bit of knowledge and I'll put it in the front end. Like it could be like, um, like let's just say um, Justine Troy, she's like, and then I sold um, to Bacardi for $135 million and then we bought this and then I'll, let's say it was that. That's a pretty dumb thing to say, but I'll put that to the front and that might be the hook for people to listen to. And then I'd say, hey, that was Justine Ross. She was the founder of 42 Below Vodka. In this episode, we got this, 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 this. This is what we're going to talk about. Tune in and then we'll go straight into the podcast. Yep. Like a bit uh, of an overview, you know, yeah, of, yeah, what, so, of what happened in the podcast. It's almost like you record that after the fact. Yeah, you know? I do now. So yeah, I, I, I we find didn't out at the beginning either. We didn't. We used to just go straight into it, and that was it. But like our newest podcast, that's what it's kind. We don't really give an overview, but we give a little bit of information about who we're talking to, what mm. the content is, and any extra bits. And I think like that's that's an important point is that you can evolve with your podcast. Like you know, nobody expects you to be perfect. You know, uh, my no first few kind of perfect. I listened to a couple of my first ones. And mm. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I yeah, like, exactly. I actually, the first one I did was with Cassie Roma. I don't, have you heard of Cassie Roma? She's no. epic. She's in the brand. <laughs> she's Kiwi. Oh, she's, a, a, um, she's actually an American Kiwi. Um, and she's in the brand development and storytelling space. She's super cool, super cool, epic first guest. And <laughs> I, I, I blew it. I, I reckon I did. <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's the first one. So it doesn't matter. Like, who cares? Like, what? Like, yeah. uh, it's just actually, get out there. Yeah, yeah just, just do it. You know, just, you did. Yeah. When they said, oh, we're going to do a digital boost podcast, I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'd yeah. listen to podcasts. <laughs> like, like, we'll figure it out, you know? Like um, you, yeah. 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 People always think that, like, oh, you've got a big brand or whatever. You're, you must know exactly what you're doing, but it's not, it's not always the case. No. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and you, you, just like anything, you start at, a, at, a, at the beginning. Um, and I, I, I'll give you an analogy. So I, I taught um, and Karate for a number of years. Um, and, I, and the very first lesson for kids, I used to say, I used to get a bottle of water and I'd say, this bottle of water is half full of water. See? And they'll be like, yep. Okay, so 
This is what you think you know about karate. So now I'm going to empty this bottle of water out. And then this is what you know about karate. Nothing. And now I'm going to try and refill that up um, with information that's actually going to help you learn about this, this particular art. And it's the same as anything. So you start with not knowing much at all. Or maybe you think you know a little bit, but then you realize, actually, I don't know much at all. And then yeah. you relearn and then you start. So at the moment, I'm, I'm a... I'm an orange belt in the in the let's say in the um in the podcasting world, and I, I aim to be a black belt, and that's probably not going to be for another ten years time. Yeah. But I'm learning as I go, and just don't be afraid to make mistakes um, because you'll figure it out. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? One another person won't listen. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, like somebody's going to love you. You know, somebody's going to find some enjoyment out of your session. All right, now, and then you, I th- then you get I feel some like comments. That's lots of advice. I feel like you've <laughs> given heaps of advice there. Um, and I think like maybe because we've done the advice section, maybe I think, um, do you have any don'ts? Do you have any, don't do any don'ts that you really think are hard no's? Like, don't do that, <laughs> that you would say, you know, I've seen people do this. It doesn't work or anything like that. I'm just checking if there's any questions. You know, so one of the things I think, don't not be prepared. That's right. <laughs> um, or, mm-hmm. or give your um, guests the opportunity to be prepared. So pre-prepare your questions so that they, because if you throw some questions that like some people are sweet and they can just answer away and just, just go for it. No problems at all. They're professionals. But other people need to, to have time to download what you're going to ask them and be pre-prepared. And don't assume that that person is going to be the person who can just answer the questions off the bat. You can feel them out a little bit as well throughout the way. So you can either stick to your script or go off on a tangent. And you'll be able to figure that out with the person don't assume that your Wi-Fi is going to be okay because it won't be. So make sure that you're as close as possible to the modem as you can be. Um, and don't have multiple windows open at the same time as you're doing a podcast. So, so shut down all your windows. Don't have YouTube playing. If the kids are watching some Netflix, just ask them, hey, can you just look? You can watch a movie after this, if so, and, um, <laughs> but I just need 35 minutes to do this podcast. Um, yep. So make sure that there's not that much traffic going out of your own household um, or um, yeah, that, that's some, some key tips. Um, have earbuds in. And the reason why you have earbuds in is you can hear. And then sometimes if, if you're talking and your, your microphone's picking up what's coming out of the laptop, it'll reverberate, which means they'll be like, I'll be like go, 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 like that. And that's terrible. You don't really want that. So you, because you, the sound is, is really important. The deeper and the clearer the, your audio is going to be, the more likely people are going to listen to you because it does sound a bit better. But it doesn't mean you need, like you said, earbuds are fine. Um, I've got a, I've just upgraded my microphone, cost $400, so it's quite a lot of money, I think, but it's, uh, I'll turn it away so you can't, but, but it's a Shure MV7, it's what Joe Rogan uses. <laughs> um, oh, getting into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I started with with um, uh, a microphone that I bought that I had no idea. Uh, the Blue Yeti is a good one, um, a lot of people use, I think they're about $200. They're, um, yeah, they're not too, too much of an outlay, but I don't know why we have those. It just is what we had in the office, so I grabbed it. But mm. um, 
you know, I don't use it for the podcast. I actually just use my my headphones. I find I've done sound sound checks and sent it to the like our Benji, our editor, and he's just like, oh, actually, your headphones sound better than the mic, just because it it keeps all the sound really close to your face, and I must just sound clearer. It's not much of a difference, but he said if I had to pick between the two, I'd pick that one. Yeah. Um, I'll carry on with the do's and don'ts because I just thought about a few more. Oh, do it. Yeah, let's hear it. Don't do one podcast and then do another one in three months, you may as well just not do them. So mm. turn up and do them on a regular because that's how you're going to um, grow your audience. You might start with like Gary Vaynerchuk. You don't know who that person is. <laughs> <laughs> but no one knew who that guy was sure 10 years ago. And now he is the most most listened to pod, one of the most listened to podcasters on the globe. He's Vaynerchuk, uh, uh, Vaynermedia has got um, 2,000 staff, by the way. He's, he's, pretty, he's a good podcaster to listen to but turn up um have be a specialist so if, if you're the person who's asking the questions make sure that your audience knows that they're coming to your podcast for a specific reason whether it's you're going to be talking about star wars figurines or you're going to be talking about how fast the grass is growing or fishing or whatever that might be sort of stick to your topic so that your audience is going to understand oh, i'm going to listen to um john doe's podcast about how to build a fence um and he's going to tell me <laughs> what some might. really good topics. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like if you're hand... going to listen to it, I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. So th th this is the marketing side of, uh, of a podcast. If you are um, um, a handy person um, and you do defenses, driveways, clean roofs, all that sort of stuff, you could do a podcast and be, and then talk about what you should be doing in these seasons. You could boost that podcast and, promote it on Facebook and geo-target it around your area um, and tips and tricks and tricks. And then you will pick up business from it because people will know that oh, I've just listened to um, Jane and she's she's got a new business where they fix up fences, they clean roofs, they get the lichen off roofs, they do your gutters, they paint your house or whatever. And she's saying that we should do this. Um, and this type of season. she's not telling you that I should do this. She's saying that you should do that, but maybe you don't have time to do that. So you're going to give her a call. That's, yeah. that's how love our it. podcast can work for marketing. Yeah, love it. I love that. Um, and, you know, I, I think that there's some really great examples, like just do some Google searching, just go on to some podcasts, maybe in the same area that you're interested in, and check out what they're doing and listen to it. But don't like the way that I kind of got my head around it was I wasn't listening to the podcast for the content as much as I was listening to it for the structure. Hmm. And, you know, how does this work? Like, what are the components that, that I need for this to kind of be a podcast, you know, and look for those commonalities, you know, and um, yeah, and I think that give it a go. And I love those. I love all of those do's and don'ts. And I love the preparation aspect, because I think um, giving that I think that was a really key element, giving the person you're interviewing the questions ahead of time, not only allows them to prepare, but it also allows your recording to be somewhat seamless. You know what I mean? Um, it, it really helps on the back end with editing. Um, if they know what they're going to say, they don't stumble as much. A lot of times they've, they've had enough time to kind of prepare in their mind what they're going to say. And so they don't um, stammer and stumble and have big blocks because they're like, oh yeah, here she goes. She's going to answer this question. She's going to ask me this question now. Mm. And um, I'm going to go right into it because I've got all my thoughts, my ducks in a row, as they say. Um, yeah. Also, I, I definitely a do, and I felt that this is probably the most do thing I would recommend. 
doesn't make much sense that word but is to give yourself five minutes talk about the podcast um let the person know that this is what we're going to do this is how we're going to do it feel free to make a mistake if you want to re-answer a question it's super easy for us just to edit that bit out so don't don't feel like oh man i wish i wish i answered that differently after the podcast just do it again it's all good it's really like once you figure out how to edit it's actually it's like control backslash um play control backslash delete and you pull that bit out that's literally how quickly you can edit a podcast so make people make your um, guests really comfortable and empower them to answer the questions to the best of their ability because you don't want to make anyone nervous and it makes you nervous and then you're all freaking out and then it's going to probably not be as cool as what it could be so like as an example my first one i was so nervous i was like my face was red um i had a blanket around the back of me too so no one could see um <laughs> and i went i went oh i've got to make it like but then i like personally i like mine being like if my kids come in while i'm doing a podcast that's all good i'll be like hey hey malachi how's it going yep you can watch some tv where you go um because it's authentic it's who i am um and that, and that's that's it that's just me i wear a beanie and glasses i'm not gonna wear a shirt um because because this is who i am i'm not gonna pretend i'm someone else just because i'm on a podcast and we, you know, we only use the audio of ours currently. Um, but one of the things that uh, I found was that being able to see somebody while you talk to them is really important. Like a lot of people, you know, we've I've, I've, one of the podcasts, I think I, the first one I ever did, we didn't turn on the cameras. So we were like, oh, we don't need the camera. So don't worry about turning it on. And we started it out with like the first question. I was like, this is just too weird. Just <laughs> turn on the day. cameras. I, we're not going to use the video. So don't worry about what you look like, you know, but if we can see each other, you can see when they're going to pause or when they're going to, you know, so you can have a little bit more of an organic conversation. Um, yeah, <laughs> you can feed, you can give some energy with your smiles or your encouragement to your guests so that they feel really welcome and they feel like safe <laughs> you know but if you can't see somebody it's it's just and you're talking to them it's it's very different recording than just being on the phone with somebody you know what I mean it just feels mm. um it's I think it it creates a level of um welcoming when you can see somebody <laughs> so that would be my do as well mm. um, I suppose yeah. it's, we'd call it manaki here right and also mm. another definitely do is make sure you got some water next oh, to you how thirsty do you get when you yeah. record a podcast i've it's drunk unreal. a coffee on this side and i've got a water on the side <laughs> so there, make sure you got it or you want a wine or a beer or whatever the, however you roll you just roll the way you roll but make sure that um have some some sort of liquid um there for you to drink because um if you're talking for 49 minutes we've been going now yeah I'm um, you, you do you do start getting dry throat and then and then but then it does you can start hearing it in the mic because your yeah. your mouth will be making different noises so have a sip. absolutely have a sip of water um i just mute myself when i want to have a drink of water i drink a lot of water on podcasts and i don't know why versus these but um maybe it is the constant banter um uh, this has been an amazing little session we've done here craig uh thank you so much for joining us and uh, we're looking forward to when that sme festival does come around because you you kind of briefly just sme festival look there's a small business festival that happens and has has supposedly going it was supposedly going to happen a couple of times <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it keeps on getting pushed out and pushed out but we are very keen to hear when it does go live um we definitely want to promote it here on digital boost because it's something people could actually go and attend um and it has great value to our users so we will let you know as we know as craig knows you know i know i know when it is 
Do you? I feel yeah. like the world's opening up. I feel like we're in a good place. We're moving forward. Yeah, so I've locked in a venue in Auckland, 8th and, 8th and 9th of November this year, the Vodafone Event Centre. Awesome. We should so, definitely do a set. We'll do maybe like just a little shout out closer to that time, just so that everybody remembers, because I know that's a ways away, but great to hear that that's happening. And um, maybe if you're, you know, not in Auckland, you might be able to come into town and check it out. That'd be really cool. Like, let's gather, let's, you know, let's get back to a little bit of normal. Hey, but there's Sounds a virtual cool. element to FYI. So you really? Can, oh, yeah, yeah. So Here we to, go, Craig. So, Pulling so out the stops. If, if you think about your, the audience that was going to attend an event like that, not everyone can afford to go to Auckland um, from Wellington or, or Manawatu right. or Christchurch, but you can. Um, the, I want it to be accessible for everyone. So there's options for online, which is pretty nominal sort of cost, um, and there's different um, entry fee levels based on the inclusions that you get. So not everyone needs to eat food there. You can bring your own lunch. doesn't bother me. But then that's just the diff but the, the most valuable piece of information you're going to get from these festivals is the content and the people that you're talking to, the connections you're going to make, and the workshops. Yes, I'm so excited right now. That just made my day. I'm really excited. I mean, I do. I'm based in Auckland, so I, I'll be there in person. Um, I'm looking forward to it because I know last time I spoke to you when we booked this session, it was like, oh, it won't be till 2023 or, you know, it was really being pushed back, pushed back. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited for all the participants and everybody who's involved in that festival and all of the great content that's going to come out of it for SMEs here in New Zealand. How fantastic. Let's end on that note. It's too good. Okay. <laughs> Craig, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks everyone for joining us. I can see you on the social media just chilling out out there. I've been checking to see if there's questions. There hasn't been, probably because I feel like we're answering them as we go. But if you do need any help, contact support at digitalboost.co.nz. We'll be happy to kind of go through that with you. I've made a note of a lot of the platforms that Craig mentioned today, and I'm going to create a list with links and give it to our support team. And they're going to put it up as a learning summary underneath this video uh, on the website. And I'll try and drop it, drop it into the chats as well. If you've been tuning in on LinkedIn and Facebook or YouTube. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Kakite. See ya. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. It was really fun to do. I know it was a little bit different. I do appreciate your time if you stuck right to the end and you're listening to me now. If you could chuck a like or a review, that was so cool. Share it with your friends. It makes things a lot easier for us. Every little bit helps. Did you know that we also have a physical event in Auckland at the Vodafone Event Centre on the 8th and 9th of November this year? More details to come, but if you want more information, nzsmefestival.com is the place to get it all. Thank you so much and look forward to hearing from you in the future.